Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It's so good to have you here. Happy Monday. And for those of you who like to ask questions, you are most certainly welcome to check out the new location. The last two weeks, this week and last week, I've been streaming in both YouTube locations, but as of next week, it'll just be the one location for the Rosh Media YouTube channel. Now, how do you get there? Well, I look for Rosh Media in YouTube, but I am going to set up Rosh.digital to forward. So Rosh.digital will forward to my other YouTube channel. And that will make it really easy for you to find the Tube Labs podcast when we record at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And you want to ask questions because a lot of people come to the Rosh.video, <laughs> which is the other YouTube channel. And that's where it, I'll just have the Creative Entrepreneur Show there. And that's at 11.45. So I kind of have an hour where I record my, my podcast and I have two, the Tube Labs podcast and the Creative Entrepreneur podcast. So each one will be on the, its own channel where right now it's been on both. Just in case you're interested in catching me live and asking questions either about your YouTube channel or your creative business. So little, I guess a little ad for the other podcast at the beginning. So this week, uh, we are talking about analytics to look at in 2021, things to consider as YouTube is rolling a lot of new analytics out, and it's going to be a lot of fun, I think, in the new year. They're really digging in. Now that we have the new YouTube studio, we, you know, we don't, the old analytics are gone. They're long gone. They were warning us for years, and now they're gone, and now they're able to dig in and, and create a lot of great stuff. But there's one analytic, I think, that you're going to have to really pay attention to. And um, I think I, I want to dig into that one a little bit. It's one that uh, Daryl Eves has talked about, uh, Mr. Beast has talked about as a really important analytic to take a look at. So we're going to talk deep in, in terms of that area and the things that we need to consider in 2021. Of course, we will be having some guests coming up. I have reached out to a number of people and some of the folks that regularly come on have been so busy. A lot of us have been so busy. So we've had to delay a few weeks, but we'll, we'll, we're just going to keep it going and we're going to bring everybody on uh, sooner, hopefully, rather than later, get a few people in by the end of the year. And then, of course, 2021, I'm really going to make a big push to get a lot more folks in so getting into analytics for 2021, we want to look at a lot of the basics, but the, some of the new stuff that YouTube is giving us. Now, obviously, we've been talking click-through rate to death, and I think there's a little bit of a backlash in the community lately about click-through rate, click-through rate, click-through rate, but it's still just as important whether we like it or not. I mean, it's really important to get that click to get to your video, but a lot of people are, the backlash is, yeah, but you gotta keep people on the video too. And that is true. And moving into 21, 2021, we wanna look at some of the other things that have been helpful for people. Such One, one that's been very helpful for me has been looking at a lot of the new audience data that has been coming through in our Google, um, in, in our analytics. Because 
it tells me when I should probably launch my next video or or go live. And and that's not why I go live at 11 o'clock right now, which technically, according to my data, says is a good time to go live because a lot of the people who watch the channel actually are there at that time. But I often recommend that maybe you launch an hour or maybe two before that peak time. So when you go into the audience data, you go to the audience tab and you look in there and you'll see a purple chart. And that purple chart gets really dark purple when your audience is on. Now that's not when they're watching your videos, that's just literally when they're on. YouTube is keeping track of when they are active watching videos in general, not necessarily your videos. And so you can see if you can get the uh, momentum going a little bit before the high point, get some of the early people on, they start watching, and then that momentum can grow and, and speed things up because momentum really is an important part of that. And I've mentioned this before that uh, I've, I've watched a number of Daryl Eves videos. And if you, if you look, if you really want to dig in deep with stuff, he's certainly a good person. There are a lot of great people to watch in terms of the videos. He's going to have Vid Summit this week, actually. Vid Summit will be out. And if you want to watch that, it's going to be all online. And I believe they're going to have the in person one, hopefully in May. And I went last year and had a great time. And I plan on going in May if, it, if it's safe and if it's uh, a, um, still a go, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, we have so many things are changing day to day in this world. We just never have a clue what tomorrow brings, but there are a lot of good people out there. There are a lot of great people out there who are doing an excellent job. And a lot of those folks do show up at VidSummit to share their insights. So uh, definitely worth checking in with many of those folks. And many of those folks have been on this show. Like I've said, I like to bring in the people who uh, have, have had success on YouTube and some of those who are just earning their success right now. I, I took a look at a few of the people who had just hit maybe a thousand or two subscribers who I invited on the show to talk about how they got there. And if you've not listened to those podcasts, go, go through the archive and check them out because they're a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to see it, how they got through it, their experience. Cause a lot of times we, we forget, um, you know, a lot of people who, you know, get really high subscriber counts really forget about that first hundred, first thousand subscribers and what it was like. So sometimes I really like to have those folks on, but they're still growing. And many of them, you know, who had 1000, 2000 are now at four five, 6,000 already in, in less than a year. So that's really cool to see. It's nice to see everybody growing and growing, obviously paying attention to those analytics. Now that one set of analytics that I think is really important is probably the one thing that most of us forget about. The one thing that we tend to <laughs> absolutely ignore. So I'm going to pull up my analytics right now and I'm going to go through and just literally visualize it as I'm talking to you because it's a good reminder. So I'm pulling up analytics. It's your it's your YouTube studio. And what you need to do is go under, it's about five spots down to analytics. And then you'll have your um, your analytics dashboard where you'll have overview, reach, engagement, and audience. And the one thing that I think a lot of people don't really key in on under audience is the um, how many times do people actually view your channel? 
and it's called average ad, average views per viewer. And if you are uploading, say, four videos a, a month and your average views per viewer is two, that's pretty good. It sounds like they're actually watching about half of your videos. A Mr. Beast has like a six, seven, or eight views per so now go look at your analytics and see where you are. I bet you're probably a 1.52 maybe. Maybe if you're at three, that's that's pretty good, quite honestly. that If you get three views per month or whatever that period of time that you're looking at, it could be a month or 90 days, um, it, whatever it may be, uh, on average, I mean, you, it's, it's good to be able to see that people are watching more of your videos. As we've talked about many, many times, Having people watch multiple videos of yours is is a really big, you know, key for YouTube to say, oh, I need to show more of this this person's videos to this person, to this viewer. Because remember, people's watch history plays a huge role in terms of how YouTube will recommend future videos. If you're watching more of one channel than another channel, then YouTube is gonna figure, okay, you wanna watch more of those types of videos related to that or that channel. Maybe go deeper into that creator's archive and surface some more of those videos. And I've noticed that a lot over the last year as I've earned more and more viewers and and more and more people are in my watch history. A lot of my older videos are being commented on more and more. I've noticed that. So if you notice your videos, and this is a metric that's not necessarily in analytics, but it's something you can pay attention to. If you start to notice that that people are commenting on your older videos, don't get mad about it. Don't get mad about it. Be real happy about it because YouTube is surfacing. One of two things are happening. People are digging deeper into your archive or YouTube is surfacing your older videos to show to people who seem to want to watch more of your videos. And that seems to happen quite a bit if you are, if, especially if you're growing. So I think that's super important. All right, what are some of the other things to consider? Well, YouTube is rolling out something that has not worked for me as of yet, but I think is really important. And that is other videos your audience has watched. Now, there are a few tools right now that are out that seems to offer more in-depth information right now. But this is this information is available in YouTube under your traffic sources. And if you go into your traffic sources under, say, reach, I think, yeah, I believe it's under reach, and you go to traffic sources, click on suggested videos, you will then see all the videos that have been suggested, your, your videos being suggested to you. And most of it generally is your your uh, videos suggesting your videos, that is pretty common. But once in a while, you start digging through, you'll see that other channels are recommending, I mean, other videos are being recommended on other channels of yours. So take note and maybe go to those channels and take a look and see what they are creating. And maybe there's a connection there that maybe you could create some of the similar videos that they're creating, not the same, but similar, that maybe... If YouTube figures, look, I'm recommending this video 
because people are watching it after I recommend it on this other channel. Well, if you create more videos related to that other channel, it's very possible that if you do a good job, YouTube will recommend more of those videos of your videos to that channel. And that that's what you're trying to do. Figure those things out. But there are a number of things to do that you can do. TubeBuddy has some new tools that are very helpful. Morning Fame has been doing a great job. Uh, Nico Kaminsky has been doing a great job really working to show you in Morning Fame what other channels are recommending your videos. And so I think that's really helpful. And YouTube is starting to get into that and start to share some of that information. But for me, it's, it says for the last seven days and it's not showing anything. And I've heard the same thing has happened to other people. So if you go to that section under your audiences and it says there's nothing, <laughs> well, you're not alone. You're not alone. You really do have to have enough data, I guess, for some reason, I, obviously, I don't have enough data on the channel that I'm I'm looking at it on. So we'll have to uh, consider other other ways to go about it. And that's why I mentioned the other tools because they do have, especially Morning Fame. Morning Fame's been doing really well. Although uh, TubeBuddy's really been uh, developing some nice stuff too related to your channel. So you, digging into both, uh, I think, is is worth your time. One area I really do think you need to dig into on a regular basis, especially going into 2021, is to continue to look at your traffic sources so you can understand where you're getting the most traffic from, whether it's from YouTube search or external. Uh, I'm looking at mine right now, and it's YouTube search and ex external. If you really want to grow, quite often it is suggested videos, but YouTube search has built many a YouTube channel. So you can't dismiss YouTube search, but quite often you, you want to really look at the browse and suggested too, which seems to be a smaller amount on this channel. External, the way to understand what's going on with external is you go down to the card below and it shows you your external traffic. And for many of us, it's Google search. So if you're doing really well in YouTube search and you have a high number of external traffic views, well, chances are it's Google search along with YouTube search that's really doing the work. So you are being shown on Google when people type into the search box and then they have a row of videos and chances are your videos are showing up too. But for some of us, we have other social media that maybe we have an audience in, such as Instagram or maybe Pinterest. And, and those those external sources may be driving some traffic. It's not always the case. You really do have to have a big audience. It is tough to push people over from one platform to another. You can get a little bit of traffic. It can be certainly a part of your strategy. I certainly wouldn't make it your foundation strategy to depend on social media. It, you can find traffic sources via suggested video under that external sources. There is a card there that can be very helpful. But again, if you want to dig in to see more, click on see more and it'll take you to the advanced area and it'll give you some more of that information that you can get kind of good data from because you can't just look going into 2021. We can't just look at where it is. We also need to see what is the quality of of that traffic. And when you're looking under the advanced traffic sources, you can see how many views, but also how long did people stay? Were they watching that video? Were they watching it 
for a long period of time above average, you can click on the plus sign if you're in there. And if you click on the plus sign, you can see average percentage viewed. Click on that and it'll show you. And if you're at near 50%, you're in pretty good shape. Even 40% is pretty good. But I'm looking at my top videos and they're all over, over 50%. Uh, some of the smaller, maybe longer videos are at in the 40s. And some of my very best, oh, even a couple in the uh, 60s. So that's very helpful. If you're at 20%, unless it's a really long video or even 30%, you really need to up your game. So a lot of people will ask, what is the length? We talked about the click-through rate and how there's a little backlash. Hey, we have to remember to keep people on the video too, which is true, which is very true, but the percentage can be a good sign as to how well you're doing. 50% is a good number to aim at, average percent, percent viewed. If you have longer videos, so if, you, if your average video is five minutes, and you're getting people 50% of the way through. Okay, good. Hopefully you can get it a little bit higher than that. However, if you end up making a 10 minute video, if you can get people 45% of the way through the video of a 10 minute video, that's much better than 50% of a five minute video. See what I'm saying? So it's important to consider the relativity of all this. And that's true with click-through rates also. It's, there's so many factors in all of these numbers. That's why I often say you really need to compete against yourself and not worry about, although I've said you need to get 50% of the way through, that is very good. But again, it's all relative to the type of information that you're offering. For example, some of my videos, I get people solidly through the first minute because a good portion of the information that they're really looking for is in that first minute. And then it quickly drops off after the information, the answer to their question is, is, been there, is there for them, they understand it, and then some people continue watching, but a good portion of them drop off. So you have to take that in consideration too. The last thing I want you to consider in 2021, maybe if you've been on YouTube for six months or a year or longer, Take a moment, maybe now or at the beginning of the year, and really look at your top videos and develop some strategies that will help you create new versions of those videos or extensions of those videos. In other words, you want to create videos that people will enjoy watching after they've watched that video that has gotten the most views and continues to get views. It's important to understand, you wanna create a video that the people who watched the last video would enjoy, but you, you wanna get momentum. And back to that whole momentum conversation that we've been having, especially over this last summer, is that if you can find, if you can find those best videos and really, think through how you could create one, two, three more videos related to the one that did so well or ones that did so well, maybe taking the top five. Now, you very well may look at that list and say, wow, a couple of those videos just have nothing to do with the channel today. And I just don't want to make more of those videos. That's fine. But just know that's where your best 
new traffic was is going to come from. So if you don't do, say, number two, then do the other four or find another five, whatever it may be, and plan it out. Write it down. Think it through. What are some other types of videos that I can do to support those videos that are doing really well and would be easy for YouTube to suggest? If you can do that, you're going to see some, some momentum. I've done that. I did that earlier this summer with some of my videos, and it was a success. I'm telling you, I, I increased the number of impressions greatly, and I really do need to do it again because it was so successful. I started doing it at the end of the summer, but I didn't follow through. I started going down another path. But if I want to grow, that's what I need to do. And that's what you need to do too. I think ultimately overall, when we go into 2021, I know YouTube has a number of new analytics that they're going to continue to share and upgrade. They're really digging in and trying to figure out the things that we care about and that will help us grow our channel. So I think in 2021, it's going to be an, if you are into analytics like I am, if you're into the data like I am, you're going to have a good time as YouTube starts rolling out some of the new the new analytics and new opportunities for us to consider and to help us ultimately to help us please our audience because that's what we're here to do. If we want to grow on YouTube, that is the goal. Hey, thank you everyone for being here on the Tube Labs podcast. It's great to see everyone. And I will talk to you next Monday, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at the tubeblog.com.